Ladies and gentlemen, today's guest is going to blow you away. If you're feeling down on your journey right now, if you're feeling confused, if you're feeling frustrated, watch this interview 10 times and share it with a friend. Today's guest has made over $500,000 trading with multiple prop firms. He has been interviewed by one of the top prop firms in the space for making $100,000 in his first six weeks of having a funded account with them. He's funded with over a million dollars in funding across multiple prop firms. He's actually in the process of adding more capital to his prop firm resume, and he's on track to make $250,000 a week trading with prop firms. He has big goals. He has big dreams. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? He's still currently working his day job. And in today's interview, you're going to find exactly why he's still working his day job, even though he's making all of this money. Ladies and gentlemen, I am honored to bring today's guest to you. I'm telling you, this guy is super humble. He's kind of like that millionaire next door where he's making all the money, but still getting up and going about his day oh so regularly. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, as I present to you, get ready, get excited, because I promise you this is going to be an amazing interview. My man, Charlie P is in the building. Let's get into it. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. You're listening to the Forex Beginner Podcast with Calvin the New Trader. On this podcast, you'll get daily motivation, encouragement, and Forex trading tips as Calvin the New Trader shares his journey with you. Charlie P is in the building. Charlie, what's going on, my brother? I'm good. I'm just blessed to be here. Appreciate you having me on, man. Now, there's something I noticed about you that I really, really admire. With all this success you're getting, it would be easy for you to make $100,000 a month selling the course because obviously you have the results. It's well documented. You're doing it. You're doing it big across multiple accounts. It would be so easy for you to go get that quote unquote internet bag and sell a course, start mentoring. But why do you just freely give and teach your strategy for free? Why do you give out the information for free? Um, and what makes you not want to sell a course and not get into that quote unquote course money? It's tempting. I ain't gonna lie. It's tempting because I know I'm missing out on a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But my whole thing is uh, I got into it for freedom. And that's what I'm like. I can't have as soon as people start paying me for stuff, then I'm obligated to put a lot more time in uh, into them. Then I'm, you know, like and it sounds selfish and it is selfish, but it's like that's what I'm trying to do is be able to do what I want when I want in regards to how I make money. Um, and I feel like a lot of times people look at you as a, like a savior type thing when it comes to Forex, like they didn't put their last in. And so now they need you to help them. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be stressed out, trying to help somebody who was technically irresponsible. And they're looking for me to save their money so that they don't lose their last bit of money. Like, no, no, I don't. And people say that they won't do that. And, or you can tell people, well, you know, your risk is your own, but as soon as they take an L, it's like, oh, he made me take an L or like, I'm not dealing with all that. 
Like, I remember seeing a video one time, somebody getting knocked out. Like he got tracked down and knocked out in front of his girl in the mall, a dude, a dude that was running a signal service. And I'm like, I wish somebody, you know, it's like, I don't want to think about that type of stuff. So I'm not charging nobody for nothing. So nobody can ever say I'm a fraud. They can't say I scammed them. None of that stuff. So YouTube, that's, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I don't want the extra stress. So tell me this, bro. How often are you in front of the charts looking for setups, looking to take trades? Man, it's crazy. Like I enjoy Forex. So looking at the charts for an extended period of time, I do it not to trade. I just want to see what's going on because I just enjoy it. And I'm always looking for like, what if I discover another strategy, you know, or another pattern? That's kind of what I just I'm just looking for stuff, looking for like who you never know. Like I got probably I would say strategies that I use. Um, I probably got like six or seven like confirmed strategies that like I like these are my strategies. And then I got like a couple that still linger where I'm kind of still testing stuff out. Um, and that's really all I do. Like if I didn't look at the charts the way I did, I wouldn't have came up with them because I wouldn't have seen I wouldn't have had enough chart time to recognize similarities. You know, like I remember seeing that last week or whatever the case. So I enjoy it. So it's not a big deal to me. But as far as actually trading, uh, yeah, I, maybe two hours a day is probably what I would say I average when it comes to I'm actually looking to take a trade. Because what I do is I'll say like uh, the end of that, it's only certain times a day I'm a trade. It's only like five active trading hours that I kind of, where I'm like, I'm a, I'll look to trade. But the way I do it is I'll say when it's about, three minutes left in the hour say it's like i'm not about i'm done trading for the day but let's just say for example like it's 11 45 my time um let's say like 11 57 i'm gonna go look at the chart and see how each h1 candle is going is is about to end it takes me all of 30 seconds to go through each one of my pairs just to look at what that h1 candle is going to do if i don't see nothing i'm done until the next hour at the next you know 12.57, then I do the same thing. Once I see something, I'm like, that look like it's about to do something. Then I'll start paying attention. And so um, it, it like, it really don't take that long for me to, you know, do my actual trading. And after that, then, yeah, I just, I'm just looking at the charts just for fun. Like I'll keep it kind of pulled up. Like you know, I'm watching Netflix or something. If it's a little boring part in the show, I'll just peek at the charts. Or, you know, if I'm sitting here trying to rock my baby to sleep, I'm looking at the charts, you know, just while she's going to sleep because I don't want nothing overly stimulating for her having cartoons and nothing on the screen. So I'm just like, it's good study time for me. So it's, yeah, I, I enjoy it. So it don't bother me to look. I do look at the charts probably like a good, some, some hours of the day in general. But as far as actually looking to take a trade, ain't but probably two, three hours max. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You have seven strategies. What is the motivation for this? What's the thought process behind having seven strategies in your arsenal to use at any time? 
I will say more so just my personality in general. Like I've always been a like a a pattern finder, a puzzle person type thing. Not necessarily like general uh, uh, traditional puzzles per se, but like trivia questions, just stuff that makes you think like uh, what they call them things, uh, uh, brain teasers, that type of stuff. Like I just like just looking for like what what could it be and uh, but in general, like just spotting patterns in general, I've, I've, that's just one of my strong suits. Because um, every, like I've said this before in a, in a different interview, but every um, group, every forex group that I was ever in, every I've had a couple of mentors. I've never understood what was going on. I was always feeling like the dumb person out of everybody. Like why everybody get it and I don't. You know, everybody over here winning trades, which now looking back on it, they probably was fronting. But, you know, still, if I felt at the time like I wasn't like I just didn't get it. And it wasn't until I branched off on my own. It was like, all right, what am I actually good at? I'm good at seeing patterns and just that's And so I had to kind of simplify it for myself and make it work for how my brain works. And uh, and that's just was what it was. I had to just go for what naturally naturally how I think. Now, speaking of Forex groups and communities, if my memory serves me correctly, you were actually one of the first new and beginner traders to actually join a course slash online community with Forever and Profit, QBanks and Ryan, who are local here in Miami, correct? I think I was the man. I know for a fact I was in Forever and Profit before they hit 100 students. I was probably like the 50th student. Wow. (laughs) You know, in Forever and Profit. So, yeah, I watched that thing go from, yeah, nothing to tens of thousands all the way. up. Oh, you better believe it. So I was an OG in that one. Interesting. So they're here in Miami and obviously you live somewhere else. How did you get connected with them? Oh, man, just face. Like I started a new Facebook page just for Forex stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, because I didn't want to mix the like most of my personal Facebook friends and stuff. I'm, you know, just at the time, especially this was 2015 when nobody talking about Forex and, you know, know about that stuff. So I was trying to just get a, a actually, no, I started that page before that because I, I was doing some MLM stuff prior to that because uh, initially it was binary options that I learned. And that took me out of the MLM game because I didn't like bothering people trying to get them to join my team, blah, blah, blah. So binary options is actually what got me into it in in the first place. Um, And then the same person that was teaching me binary options was like, there's also this Forex thing where it's a little bit different, similar, still same charts, but you just make the money a little bit differently. Um, But I just took that uh, that same Facebook page I was using for that and just start, you know, you just start getting suggested friends or you uh, because I don't think YouTube tutorials wasn't really you know it wasn't really a thing like that before it's at that time so it was just like suggested friends people would start um started getting in the forex game and so those would start popping up in my suggested friends i would just click on a page see what it was about if it was something interesting like you know eventually yeah i, I ended up on like quillen black's page for whatever reason so he traded forex this is before he was you know quillen black you know q banks or whatever I'm like, oh, it's a dude that trades Forex. Add a friend, you know, but, and it just trickled down from there. 
So let me ask you this. Looking at your journey from the outside looking in, it looks like you've made well over half a million dollars trading with prop firms thus far. Would you say that's true? In general, yeah. Uh, but if I'm being all the way real, so I had probably like, I should have made over a million easily last year. So what happened was you had the initial takeoff. It was great. We like, I mean, my... When I first got in FTMO that first month, you know, well, I mean, that's what they did the interview off of. It was, well, technically it was six weeks is what it was that first six weeks. And then it hit me up because uh, I did six figures that first just boom off the rip. And so as much as I tried to, to uh, keep myself grounded, head still blew up just a little bit where I was just like, I can start putting 80 lots on stuff, 100 on stuff, like just, and I wasn't as strict with my plan either. Like we was talking about kind of um, like you had, you have to struggle to not gamble. You see something that looked good. It might not meet your strategy all the way, but it looks good. And you just like, I got the money. I'm straight. Let me go on and just hit that button. And, and you know, and that's what I would say to this day, which recently I've done extremely well without like not doing this but um 90 plus percent of my losses are not strategy based like they're gambles i did not see a setup i just was like i went off off a hunch and that's you know that's just how it how it is so i'm like if i can get to where i can stop taking hunches it's gonna be over with you know and so it took me probably five months of like I would say from like that summer of like the summer of last year, maybe up into maybe October, somewhere in there is probably where it was just like a just a level playing field. Like, I, yeah, I would I would have my 40 K, you know, it would big days. But then, you know, I take three, four hunches and I'm down. I didn't lost 30 of that. So now I'm getting a payout of 10 K instead of a payout of like if I would have just stuck to my plans because. It'd be like, I'll lose. And then I see the setup and I'm like, I don't want to risk nothing else today. So I'm not even going to take that setup. And then it does what I needed it to. And I'm like, I should have made X, Y, Z today. Um, so, and the other thing is, so while I guess like right now I'm, I'm actually still working beyond like my job is very easy, flexible. I'm not in a rush. Still got my insurance. I'm cool. My wife doesn't work anymore. She's done. So I ain't in a rush. So because my thing is I want to make and she made way more money than I did. So I want to make three times three years worth of our gross income after taxes. So, for example, if that means I need 500K in the bank, I got to make like 900K because after taxes come out, I want that number to be my full cushion before I'm like, all right, now I'm done. Now we're sitting about two payouts away, maybe three, four, like it could be the end of this month. It could be halfway through next month and I'm gonna be putting in that notice. But it's only because I got this back right. I ain't never not been able to trade, but I have not, I've had a hard time not gambling. So, that's that's really where it is. So to answer your question, yeah. Yeah, I got I got I got I got money in the bank. <laughs> I'm good. 
Um, if I were to get fired today, okay. Like everybody at my job knows what I do. Like I'm, I'm good. Like my taxes far outweigh my job salary. Like it's that sucks. But you know, at the same time, it's it's telling. It's proof. Like I didn't did it. Like I I got the forex money. Um, so it's um. Another thing, man, you see a lot of people are like, man, uh, even after the FTMO interview, they're like, why, why you ain't quit your job? Yeah, I'm like, it's 110000 I got three kids, bro, like, and a wife and a house, mortgage. What, what are you talking about? Quit off of what? No, you know what I mean? And then the other thing people don't realize is once you do quit, you're likely to spend more money because you, like, Yes, you, you, it, it takes money management, but most people are going to spend more when they got more. Like this Christmas, I went ham a little bit because it was the first Christmas where I was like, man, I really have it right now. Like I'm going to get everybody everything they want. You know what I'm saying? And I did that. And it's all paid off. Nothing's on a credit card like that. Like it's, it's paid for and it felt good. But the point is, I'm going to be taking more vacations. I'll be getting a different type of car. I'm going to be getting, looking to upgrade the house, all that kind of stuff. So I can't be quitting if I got a hundred and something in the bank. That ain't enough. You know what I'm saying? I need a lot <laughs> after taxes. That way, when I quit, if I jack up for two years, I'm still good. I still got a whole nother year to find a job again if I need to. So that's the kind of cushion that I'm looking for. Um, but like I said, it's, it's, it ain't but a payout or two away before, yeah, it's going to be a full time. Now, somebody could be listening to what you just said, and they could be like, Charlie P., how in the world did you let that amount of money slip through your fingertips? Talk about how important skill set is. Focusing on the skill set versus focusing on how much money you're making. You know, an example that I use is it's like LeBron James, who here in the United States, he's probably the best basketball player we've seen since Michael Jordan. It's like LeBron James playing three quarters and scoring 60 points in three quarters. And then in the fourth quarter saying, I'm taking a break. I'm done. Right. I've done all the work. No, LeBron would never do that. LeBron is going to play the full game out and he's going to go hard and he's going to play intense until the game is over because it's all about the skill set for him. It's not about the points and all the, the, all the analytics and the props and all that stuff. It's all about the skill for him. When he's on the court, he's going to play his heart out and he's going to give his all until the game is over. So talk about that, bro. Skill set versus focusing on money in terms of Forex trading. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 100%. Because like I said, it's the, it's the, when I, when I take skill out of it, <laughs> and that's why I'm still working because I've, I've taken skill out of so many trades. And that's when you, that's like, all right, you know, you use the, the LeBron analogy. That's like LeBron saying, all right, I had a great three quarters. So this last quarter, I'm going to start doing hook shots from the, from the half point, you know, the, the, you know, half court line, like, no, 
that's not how that works. You know, you, you stick to what got you that first three quarters looking like they look. And so, um, and yeah, I, I liken it to that because, man, the, the cushion I'm looking for, I was, I'd say probably like June, I was right there. And that's when I was just like, I'm finna take a massive trade and just put myself over the top. I lost that one. And then it went from there. All right, let me catch back up. You get about 50 to 100 away. It's like, I just need one more massive trade. I'm good. You take that one on a gamble, lose it again. Catch back up right quick. You know, it kept happening. It was a pattern. And so I'm like, oh, I'm good at spotting patterns. Well, what about the pattern in my own brain that's <laughs> keeping me from, you know, all, everything I'm trying to do? Like, granted, like I said, I, I'm still living good. And I ain't got no stress as far as money and stuff is concerned, but it's just, I don't want to work no more either. So, um, but yeah, man, you got to keep skill involved. That's because without skill, it's literally gambling. That means you're not being responsible with your money. And the way I see it, man, I'm like, look, um, I feel like God had to fix me mentally to say, all right, if I'm going to give you millions, you got to be able to manage, you know, the, a smaller amount first. So if if you keep getting, you know, 400,000 and you almost, or, or well, I can't even say that. If you keep getting like 600 and you trying to get over the hump to get to like eight, nine, I mean, if you can't stop gambling right there, why, why am I going to give you 5 million this year, 8 million this year? So that was me having to get, beat down I, I really feel like that's what it was like god's like uh-uh you're tripping so i'm i'm a like granted yes the trades were my choice you know we all got free will for sure but um i i know i'm i'm glad it happened the way it did because the, by my calculations i feel like this year is gonna be eight figures like i feel like it's gonna be like last year was nothing compared to what this year is gonna be I should be half a, I mean, not half, but like a, a quarter million a week. Uh, really, I don't know. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be some, some, I'll put it this way. By the end of this month, I should be $2.3 million funded. If I just get a hundred pips a week off of $2.3 million funded, that's roughly $230,000 a week. Do the math from there. That's just off a hundred pips. So all I got to do is be patient, keep the skill in, in, the, in the game, leave the hunch, leave the hunch trades, the gambles, like, nope, I ain't doing that no more. You know, and uh, I'm going to be responsible with, with what I didn't got and, and keep it pushing. The way I hear you talk about your goals, the numbers you're hitting, the numbers you will hit, it gives off an extreme level of confidence. Will you say that that confidence comes from the time that you put into developing as a trader, the time you put into studying, the time you put into developing your strategies, would you say that that's where this confidence comes from? I would say greed is the culprit as far as why I did take those hunches. Um, it was I, So to a degree, so I'll say half and half. On one hand, like I've always been confident, but I, so it, it was the greed factor that I had to get over. So I can be confident in my strategy, um, but be so freaking greedy that I still don't wait on it. It's not that I'm like, it won't show up. It's just, 
this one looks good, it'll probably win. I'm going to go ahead and go in so I can get this money, you know, and then I can go harder on the one that is going to set up properly. Stupid. You know what I mean? But it's, that's, I'm just being real. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm never going to be like, oh, I know what I'm doing. Oh, wait, wait, I mean, I do know what I'm doing, but I'm never going to deny the mental errors that I have. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, it really is just, it's, it's a greed factor. Yes, I'm confident in my skills. Now, um, I think what's helped me the most is just the constant getting knocked back down a little bit. I'm tired of that. I see that pattern. Why? That's insane to continue taking all these hunches <laughs> and, and making, you know, like I said, like 10K or 20K this month versus 200. So it doesn't matter if you have that 60K day, that 40K day, that 80K day, if at the end of the month, you only got 20, 30 to show for it. Yeah. Don't even matter. So it's it's really just a matter of like, I got tired of being sick and tired. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. So what's I'm, the... I'm definitely confident, confident in my skills, though. So now that's why I'm able, yes, like you said, to have that patience. Um, like I told you already, I haven't traded this week. Granted, I saw something today. I just wasn't. It happened in London session. I wasn't up. And there was, and you know, I slept through it, but I'm okay with that. I haven't taken a trade this week. I'm cool because as long as I'm patient and I'm not losing anything, it's cool. I'm still way better off than, than if I was taking hunches. So what pair was it that you missed out on? It know. was GBP CAD. It, it took off in London session and uh, MS went like 150 pips or something. GCAD um, be moving. By early New York. So that easily could have been a six-figure day yeah and you know while i was just like you know maybe by the end of this month like it's 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 a trade or two away where i'm just like but i'm i'm patient now i'm not you know so uh it's uh but yeah gp cat man check it out check it out <laughs> <laughs> you know g cat is actually the first pair that i made a thousand dollars trading with and it's also the first pair that i lost thousands of dollars trading with <laughs> <laughs> GCAD is definitely a pair that brings back memories for me, man. <laughs> so it's pretty obvious that when you win a trade, you make a lot of money. But talk about the losses. How are your losses looking compared to your wins? It depends on how fast I get. It depends on how fast I put myself in check. There are times where I'll get in and get out and I may even make a profit on it because I realize even though I'm in profit, this is not a smart trade get the freak out. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then sometimes I might have, I might already be down seven pips or something. And even though I got a 20 pip stop loss, all right, I mean, let me just go ahead and take it. But then there are those times where I'm just like, I made my decision. I'm gonna let it do what it does. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, all in, or, you know, all or nothing type thing where I'm just like, so if it's, I'm going to let it hit my stop loss, even though I know probably I'm like, I should go on and get out, you know, but I'm going to let it hit my little 20 pip stop loss. So, and so a 20 pip stop loss for me might be 10 K or it might be 8 K depending on the account. So like, for example, like if I got a $300,000, my Forex funds account and I put 30 standards on it, 
and you take a 20 uh, pip loss, it's going to be roughly 6,000 depending on the pair, like somewhere between like 4,500 to 6,000 depending on the pair. So that that's like the kind of loss I'm looking at. Or like now I have a scaled up FTMO account. So my FTMO account is actually 500K now. But uh, so if I put like 50 standards on that one, I can be looking at eight to 10K loss plus that four to six on my Forex funds plus what I lose on the funded trader account plus what I lose on top tier once I pass that challenge because I'm taking a top tier challenge now. So when we look at everything all together, then man, yeah, if I take an L, man, I'm, I'm like, dang, I just lost like 40K, you know? So basically you're only taking one trade and that one trade is copied to all your other funded accounts, correct? Yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's in a copier, hooked up to a trade copier. And you're totally fine with knowing that if I lose this trade, I've just lost this trade on all my accounts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, it's going to be all, yeah, ain't no problem. You know, the, the trade, <clears throat> and the thing is now, and it's also, like what I show on YouTube, um, the wins that I show, they're, I show one account. I don't go into everything else. You get so many sob stories in your inboxes and, man, my wife's going to leave me. I only got X amount of dollars left. Can you either trade my account for me or can you send me this many, you know, this amount of money or this, this and that? And I'm just like, you know, come on, guys. Like, I, I can't imagine asking a stranger for money man like uh and you don't know who's just trying to scam you because they see you you know seemingly doing well or what but it's stuff like that i just try to avoid where i'm like i'm just gonna show one account it's still a lot of money to show you know even though it's like man you know you, you made 40k today but in actuality like no i actually made like one you know like 90 or 120 or you know whatever the case may be but i'm not gonna say all that i put it to you like this when i got myself together i'll say within the last month mm -hmm. i've so my cushion let's just say i'm going for 850 let's just say 850 stacks is what i need to make taxes come out i'm done let's say last month i'm down to like 350 all I did was stop hunt trading. That's it. All the way. I'm almost done already. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it don't take long if you just stay disciplined. On average, how many quality setups do you see per week when you're trading? When you stay disciplined? Uh, I would say probably three to five. Um, this week, Monday and Tuesday was nothing. Monday was a holiday, so I kind of don't count that too much, but... Today, I technically saw two opportunities. Um, one was just stronger than the other one. So I probably would have only taken the one on GBPCAD that I was telling you about, took off in London. Um, so but three to five is what I would say on average, like a, like a pretty setup. Like I might see a, a couple more, but they might be a little bit, you know, unattractive. But yeah, 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 pretty ones, yeah. Which one of the seven strategies would you say you use the most when you're in the market? Angel Dust. That's the first one I think I put out. Um, but yeah, I would say Angel Dust and second place. With, it's, it's, it's a tie kind of like the Omega strategy and my killer crossover strategy. Those two, it's like they always fighting for second place.
Um, but Angel Dust by far is, yeah, that's that's the one that's, you know, gotten me the most bang from a buck, or, you know, it got me the most profit or whatever. So, yeah. Have you noticed certain times during the year or times during the month where you don't see setups with your strategies? Yes. I don't know. I ain't, I ain't figured out no patterns with that. It's just is what it is. Like it's been times where I'm like, dang, where did the angel dust trades go? But I'm seeing a whole bunch of this one over here or that one. Uh, but angel dust, it always it, like it's always going to show up. But then there are some where I'm like, man, I hadn't seen this strategy in like two months. You know, so um, but yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's weird how that happens, but that's why I'm glad that I have a variety of strategies to to go off of, or a variety of I'll call them patterns, because for me, um, you know, I know a lot of people, you know, like if I was a trend line trader or something like that, then I probably could see more stuff day in and day out and be like, all right, I see, you know, I might see like two three trades a day or so I don't know, but. That's just not how my brain works. So I can't do it. So I just look for like patterns around moving averages. If you take moving averages away from me, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm done for. So, but there are certain patterns that when they happen around certain moving averages, I just I'm very uh there's a high probability I, I can say what's gonna happen next. So I cannot look ahead of time. Like I can't look at the chart now and tell you what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know. Because until that pattern sets up, I don't know. So I'm just a reactive, strictly reactive. Well, there are times where I can look and be like, it looks like this one's almost done setting up. So maybe like five hours beforehand, I, I kind of have an idea, you know, like, let me keep an eye on that one or I'll look at the chart before I go to bed and be like, I probably should wake up for London, you know, stuff like that. I actually did that last night, but I didn't go to bed until like after midnight. So I'm not going to wake right back up, you know? So it just was what it was. And then I missed something that I was like, I saw it coming. Um, but yeah, three to five a week, man, it's a, it's a good, it's a good number for me. And um, it, if I didn't have a variety of strategies, like if I said, I'm a just trade my angel dust strategy, I might have two weeks <laughs> that I may not catch a trade because it might happen when I'm asleep or I might be busy doing, you know, doing whatever. I went to the dentist yesterday. It might've happened when I was at the dentist or, you know, so now I'm glad I got a whole bunch of patterns that I've spotted because it helps be able to, to, trade on a cons more consistent basis than I, if I was just sticking to one strategy. Um, but the way I trade, I feel like multiple uh, strategies are needed because it takes a while. I'm, I'm looking at the H1 chart for them to pop up. It's not like I'm, a, I'm on the five minute chart scalping or nothing like that. And I can catch, you know, 10 trades today. Um, so I need multiple things. Otherwise I'm going to be waiting all like I'm just out gone. Then I'm really going to be wanting to hunch trade because I'm like, I'm ready to take a trade. Shoot. You know, now with all these strategies, do you ever get confused, bro? <laughs> In order to not get confused, I have everything printed out on laminate. That's my little my two year old doing her thing. But I, I laminate everything. So I go through checklists. I got a checklist. You can't even see it. Can you? There you go. Now but I can like, see it. So I just go through. Well, but anyway, you get the point. Yeah. And so it's a bunch of them. <laughs> 
Um, every single one of them, man, they just they're they're written out. And I if I can't go through and 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 check my boxes, if I can get it to show, but then anyway, I got a whole bunch of these, like just strategy after strategy. And um <clears throat> if I can't go through and just check them boxes off, then I don't need to take the trade. Mm. So that's what I did in order to try to combat my gambling mentality. Um, but a lot of times, you know your human nature takes over and you flesh get weak and it look good. So you want to take it anyway. But again, we passed all that now. And ironically enough, though, it's when I don't keep those in front of me that it's easier for me to stray. You mm. know what I'm saying? So once I'm done trading, then yeah, I'm going to go and put them off to the side. But when I'm actively trading, nah, they they sitting right here in front of me where I'm just like, all right, I, I need my this looks like such and such. Let me go down my list and, and double check everything. Yep. 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 All right, let's go. And yeah. so that's it. Uh, so that way I don't get confused.